podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Wolves Weekly, Match Day Live Extra. Chelsea 2, Wolverhampton Wanderers 4. No, that is not a mistake. Come on, the Wolves. Wolves were simply sensational in the capital on this Sunday afternoon, led by Mateus Cunha, who got a hat-trick, the first Wolves hat-trick in any competition for four years. The first in the Premier League for five, and really just an unbelievable performance captured by this stat that I'm going to read to you now, Andy Thompson, because it's remarkable that Mateus Cunha is only the fourth visiting player to score a Premier League hat-trick against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge after Carnu for Arsenal in 1999, Robin Van Persie for Arsenal in 2011 and Sergio Aguero for Man City in 2016. So Carnu, Robin Van Persie, Sergio Aguero and now Mateus Cunha. Yeah, so it's a nice stat to have, isn't it? Nice one to join. So, like, um, again, I just thought it was a quality performance today. Uh, with the way they played, the way they went to bet the game. Um, and look, he's been threatening that, hasn't he? He's, he's starting to look... Uh, we talked about the, the fee as being a big fee for him, but I tell you what, he's, he's looking like it's on the cheap, hasn't he? When you look at that Chelsea side, compared to some of the players that we've got today on display, and shows you the quality that we've got. But, yeah, look, it wasn't just about him as well. Even though, say, he's got the chicken. There were some outstanding performances today from a lot of players out there today. It started, actually, with Chelsea, who got themselves in front. Wolves had had some great opportunities on the counter-attack. They were winning the ball inside the Chelsea half and driving on and may well feel like they should have created more. And actually, they got caught napping a little bit. Cole Palmer had the ball played in behind Totti to him and slotted home. And Chelsea were in front, arguably, against the run of play. Yeah, it was. And, again, Totti's just got caught square on, um, looking and watching the ball. And what he hasn't done, he hasn't opened up his shoulders to look where the player was. Uh, and, again, it just shows you what happens in the Premier League. You just switch off for a second and you get punished. And that's exactly what happened to him. So, like, he just switched off. Uh, it was a good three ball to him. And, look, Palmer's good in front of goal, his composure. Uh, and just put Chelsea one up. But, again, they've had a lapse for that goal. The, the second goal for Chelsea is another one. But apart from that, I thought the the performance, the way that they went about defending, closing the ball, pressing it, was outstanding tonight, uh, this afternoon, sorry. I thought that the, just the way they played. So, look, two mistakes at the game today, but I know you got punished for the two, but they, they played really well, Wolves. So Palmer put Chelsea in front. Uh, that lasted three minutes. Mateus Cunha, again, it came from a, a familiar source this afternoon. Wolves winning the ball, capitalising on a mistake. They put pressure on the Chelsea back line. They clearly, Tomo, done their homework. They knew where the home side would take risks and they made sure they were in the right place to capitalise. And they did with Mateus Cunha, whose effort was deflected. It may have been trying to go for the far post. It ends up going in at the near post, but it was on target. It's his goal. Then, really, it was pretty even. Wolves still kept going, still looking threatening. And eventually, Pedro Neto's run down the right, low cross in, and Ray Nori again. He was looking towards the far corner. It deflects off to Sarsi into the near one. But you couldn't argue that Wolves weren't good value because the home fans around us at half-time were spitting feathers. Oh, yeah. Well, there was a, a couple of gentlemen by the side of you just run, running down the uh, the steps just in by the side of you. Uh, weren't happy at all with the way that things went. And 
the the performance of his team or watching the performance of his team wasn't great. But I, look, I just think that that's down to Wolves. The way that Wolves played off, Wolves didn't allow them to play off. Wolves made it difficult for them. The press, and again, that's the reason why he plays Gomez in there. Uh, Dawes a very good player, but that's the reason why those two are very efficient in there. They caused Chelsea so many problems by nicking that ball in good positions and all of a sudden the pace that we've got up front was at their back line, which they couldn't deal with. I said about Chilwell, so like, um, the way that he goes, he's more of an attacking fullback. didn't have the opportunity because especially in that first half, three lads, Sarabia, uh, Cunha and Samedo, absolutely terrorised him down this right-hand side just in front of us. But that was just happening all over the pitch this afternoon, mm. though. Um, right at the start of the second half, Pedro Neto got in. He maybe could have gone on his left foot, kind of got drifted to the right, but forced the goalkeeper into a save. And, I mean, that was probably, what, a minute into the second period? And again, it just set the tone of what was to come. Eventually, it was Neto who outpaced Thiago Silva. And you and I spoke about it in the first half. He had the beating of him. It's a, there's a vast difference in age and speed. And he took advantage, and there was Cunha to apply the finishing touch. But it was the composure what he had when he's actually got there, isn't he? To pull the ball back for Cunha, for him to actually put it into the net. And look, he, he, he does that every game. I, I, I still think he's just uh, coming back from that injury, so I can make sure he's getting But each game, he's just looking stronger and stronger again, uh, Neto. So like back to where he was before he got the injury. But yeah, I just thought. All over the pitch. I can talk about the front three, Sarabia, Cunha and Neto, so how, how efficient there was and how clinical they were. But you just look at the midfield, you look at the back line, the goalkeeper. I just think it was an all-round good performance today from a lot of big players. Uh, eventually, the fourth goal came. Wolves had to wait a little while for it. Chelsea, as you can imagine, made some changes and kept trying to put some pressure on. And it was Cunha making the break down the Wolves' left-hand side. And Wolves exposed Chelsea. They exposed how narrow Chelsea became in the second period. And they just said to Cunha, you could see it in front, Gary O'Neill saying to him, just come wide, come wide. And Aitnuri actually was the player who drifted in. And it was actually Aitnuri's pass, I think, that released Cunha. And he got the wrong side of Gusto. Gusto was dragging him back the whole time, eventually went to ground and didn't get any of the ball. Took down Cunha. Cunha picked himself up and dispatched the penalty for that first hat-trick since Diogo Jota in 2020 and 2019, uh, respectively, in, in two different competitions. Um, and, and from there on, you thought, that's it for Wolves. And as Tom mentioned, Thiago Silva headed home with four minutes of normal time left. And then they put the board up and somehow they found 10 minutes. I and it felt a lot more nervy than it needed to be. Yeah, it was. I still don't know where they got the 10 minutes from. So, like, uh, I don't know if somebody's popped out for a sandwich somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but it was, uh, yeah, 10 minutes. Uh, I don't think the, the, any of the, the physios or the medical crew come on at any time in, during the second half. And he's got the 10 minutes from somewhere, but I don't know. He probably don't want to go home early, does he, the referee or something. He don't want, to, don't want to go home to his wife at the end of the game. But, look, it was nervous, um, but you just saw the way that Wolves played. They defended really well, the composure still, and they just run down the clock at times. Uh, and they did a, a game management again. It comes down to it, making sure that you, you do the right thing. And, again, I, I just think Wolves are outstanding this afternoon. I thought that it was a great performance from them. But it's again, it's 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 a making sure that we get that uh, result next week. On the back of this, we've got we had seven games and then we lost to Manu, uh, which was a good game in the end. 
come here today, had a great performance, great win. Now we've just got to keep building on it. We've got ourselves into the top half of the, the league. Um, so, look, it's, it's, it's all about us, the way that we finish this season now. Because I say, it's been outstanding so far. Wolves' first win at Stamford Bridge since 1979. Billy Rafferty and the great John Richards, the king I wasn't playing. with the goals. I wasn't playing. The first double, <laughs> the first double over Chelsea since 1975. I know you weren't playing, Tomo. You'd long since retired by that point. <laughs> but, I mean, this is amazing. Uh, amazing. And, you know, we had a win over Arsenal a, a year or so ago. Do you remember that ended a similar long run and... I know we haven't played them. I mean, it's 14 times that we've been here since then, which is not a lot in 45 years. Well, take every years. win, mate. I'm telling you, take every win. So, look, again, it's it's only as good as I say when you, your last game, as they say. And, again, they've come here today, and I think it's been an outstanding performance. I think they've played so well. Um, and, again, that comes from the manager and his coaching staff. So, like, he saw it even at the end. He's screaming at Belgard to get back and... And that was like, was it 95 minutes gone on the clock? It just shows you what he expects from his team. Uh, and that's why that's why they're doing well. That's why they're doing well, because he knows what he wants from his team. The players know what they want from the manager. And that's what's going on. The standards, isn't there? The standards exactly. that he sets. Exactly. I'm, I'm trying to tempt David Kelly into coming and having a word with Tomo just to talk about this. Get in here. I, I know you're supposed to be working for someone else, but we'll grab you for a quick he's left second. Him. He's left him. <laughs> Um, Hi, he's bitter. <laughs> <laughs> he's always been about always. that. He's always been about that. I, I just wanted to ask you very quickly because obviously, you know, I know this man here scored a couple of goals, but I wanted to talk to a proper goal scorer. Mateus Cunha, I mean, he and Neto today, just how good were they, Ned? They were brilliant. Really, really were. I mean, Cunha's, Cunha's pace with the ball at his feet when he's attacking, when he's going towards somebody or going to a forwards, a fullback or a centre half. It's just absolutely brilliant. He's got the confidence now to knock it by him. Neto's not going to score as many, of course, but his assists and his actual work rate, his work rate was absolutely phenomenal. Thought it was two, two brilliant um, performances by two very, very good players. And um, we were saying in the game, I mean, there's fans messaging in saying, you know, they don't mind the transfer window we had not signing number nine. <laughs> Who needs a number nine? We keep scoring goals. Yeah, it's... Um, it's You're a, redundant, it's a, you lot now. Number nine's gone there, mate. <laughs> it's a nice habit, though, isn't it? When you think about, think about it, you know, it's... Um, like I overheard Tom I was saying earlier on about you know, the expectation from the manager and having a shout at, at Bellegarde at the end. And he was going absolutely bananas at him because he hadn't chased back 10 yards. But that's his expectations. He spoke yesterday or a couple of days ago about small details, about you know blocking shots and stopping crosses and that type of thing. Those are all the things why the team are playing so well because that's what he's putting the demands on them. I just wanted to ask you a quick question before I let you go, because um, I know it's cheeky that we're trying to get you in here. You'll be sending an invoice into Tomo in a minute. Um, <laughs> I'll ignore it, mate. I'll ignore it. <laughs> obviously, all the co you know, you do a lot of coaching work. The the modern way that football is played, we see Gary O'Neill with the iPad and and going through, and it's it's really kind of intricate detail. Absolutely. How different is that to, to when you guys were around? Oh, well, back in the day when Tomo played, it was like a cigarette packet, <laughs> wasn't it? It was named the team on that. But it, it's, everything's moved on. You know, technology is a fantastic thing and you'd be daft not to use it. You know, Gary goes back and watches the incidents that he's talking or he's just seen and makes sure that he's got the correct information to give the players the correct information. 
you know, and that's that's how it, how it works. You know, the, the the use of an iPad now is like what we used to use 10, 15 years ago with a piece of paper. Yeah, technology moves on. Oh, it does. Yeah, so look, um, and again, so on one of uh, Ned's old clubs, I went to Derby training ground because uh, we we was teaching like some stuff about data and uh, analysts and things like that. And the amount of detail, and, and I'm, I'm going back now uh, three or four years, and it's even moved on even more now. Yeah, but you just look at the data, what they've got, and the information, what they've got for every player, individual, mm. is unbelievable. Yeah. They, they, they don't leave anything to chance when they're looking at data. They, they make sure that a player has not got any excuse yeah. about his rehab, his training, uh, the way that he works, uh, his diet, anything. They don't leave, so everything is taken away from a player. They know exactly what they need to do, training-wise, yeah. food-wise, and when they're resting as well. And it just shows you the difference between it all now. Exactly, and you can you can give it them instantly as well. Training finishes, you've had the drone watching the training. You come back downstairs, you go into the into the, the dressing room, you say, right, you haven't worked hard enough today. There's the information. It's instant. Yeah. And from a tactical point of view. Gary O'Neill got it spot on today. Oh, without doubt. Um, he's good. He's he, very good. He, he, he seems to do it every game, though. So yeah. look, and, and I know a lot of people go, OK, he's a young manager coming. We look at all the games that he's playing this year so far. He's, the majority of the time, he gets it right. So today, he's absolutely pulverised Chelsea with yeah, the way that he played. Like, yeah. like, I'm going to keep mentioning it. Down this right-hand side, they absolutely killed Chilwell. So like the way that he went. So look, because he's usually an attacking fullback. He had no yeah, opportunities yeah. at all to do it. No, that's they either right. put a long ball into the channel or they had players running at him. You had Samedo coming off here, Sarabia just going inside. He didn't know where he was coming or going half the time. And that was just one position. It happened all over the pitch. Wol and Wolves have actually given Chelsea at home a hammering. That's, that's the facts of it. They've absolutely hammered them. It could have been six. Really could. Yeah. And it, it's remarkable, isn't it, the way football goes sometimes, that if we didn't play Man City at the time we did and he kind of got forced into the back five, he might have kept persisting with the back four that didn't always look like we were fully comfortable. Now, this so team... He's a tactical genius. Get off his back, you. No, no, but do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, it's, the, it's that thing because he will say it's not a back five because of the way Aitnori plays and the way Totti kind of goes. And, and that's what I mean about he's... he's for a, a young manager of his experience but, but, to be doing that against Pochettino. Yeah, but if you think, if you think about the, the back six in the last 10 minutes. That was attack versus defence. That's all that was. It was like, right, you, you're not going to score, we're going to keep you out. Yeah. And that's what they did for the last 10 minutes. Yeah, they just fill the spaces yeah, in they there. Do. So they just make, well, if you're going to score, you're going to have to either get a header or a shot, or you're going to have to try and get through the middle of us, which you ain't going to happen. So it's just the way they look. So they'll be disappointed about the second goal, letting Silver get that free header yeah. from the corner. And uh, they'll be unhappy about the goal in the first half from Palmer. But apart from that, I think they just dictated the, the, yeah. the game totally. By, by far and away the best team. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you, by the way, mate. No, I'll send you the invoice. Just, just, yeah, just threw, <laughs> you just, think he's joking? Just threw, <laughs> just, uh, just threw my microphone. I thought while he was today, mate. Yeah, well, keep me busy, well mate. Keep me busy. I know you two are going to have a lengthy chat when I'm packing away <laughs> this equipment here anyway, so I might as well record some of it while we're here. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I just... Generally, do you know what, Tomo? Just to finish, because I don't think we I don't think we talk about this enough, right? That we're into the top ten and and you know, when everybody predicted at the start of the season what this was gonna be, and we've just had a week where we've beaten West Bromwich Albion, 
We've scored three against Man United and just just come off the worst in a seven-goal thriller. And then we've just come here and scored four goals. Uh, in, in terms of where we are compared to where people thought we would be, this is a, a remarkable, uh, even more than probably people were celebrating at Christmas. Well, yeah, uh, we were put into the bottom three for relegation um, by a lot of pundits, by a lot of people saying, Gary O'Neill coming to an inexperienced manager as such, coming to the club. Uh, they were saying that the, it was in turmoil with the way that we were, things were going. But I'll tell you what, hasn't he proved everybody wrong? With the way that I tell you what, he's he's been outstanding this season so far with all his tactics and the way that he's set his teams up, um, and to go from one of the favourites to go down, which a lot of people said we would, it just shows you the character about what he's done to this team. I tell you, you look at Cunha improved. Say Neto's come back into the start of the season, he was absolutely devastating. You got Gomez and Lamina as a pair in there, probably as good as anybody in the division at the moment and then you've got a back line with experience you've got young talent there as well you've got an experienced keeper you look throughout the team the players that are going to and the thing is though on the bench as well there's players on there are thinking hang on a minute I've got to come on and perform as well so you've got the subs the first 11 starting that game with that belief confidence that they're going to score in the game we've scored what is it 36 37 goals this season uh, and what is it we scored 17 last season at this stage just shows us what, how far we've come. We've doubled our tally by a mile. Yeah. Okay, we've conceded probably, was it about... <laughs> we've conceded more goals than, but, uh, but than any other time. But it doesn't matter if you're scoring four, does it? But the thing is, you said only six. Six in the scheme of things, isn't that, isn't that many? In, in the total of it, so... Hang on. Go on. He's a, he's a mini Kevin Keegan. <laughs> <laughs> all out attack. <laughs> all out attack. But he's got the players to do it though, hasn't he? He's got, all the, play, he's got the players to go all out attack. He's, if you could squeeze up against us... The pace that we've got up front will absolutely destroy teams. You've got Cunha, who's, who's getting better every game, I think, um, even though there's questions over him. Uh, and Niles was one of them who said, I don't think he'll be a goal scorer or he won't score many goals. He just seems to be doing it every week. Yeah. So look, He's a but it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Does he know better? But it just well, the thing is, when, when Dave Kelly started talking about a mini Kevin Keegan, I thought you were talking about Tomo's wig and perm <laughs> and his moustache again. There's nothing wrong with that, mate. <laughs> the, the mighties was a good, a good time. <laughs> uh, these are good times for Wolverhampton Wanderers. Um, and, and they also have their top scorer to come back at some point oh, no. in he, the next couple of gonna, weeks. How's he going to get in? So, look, you got, you Genuinely, got, he Chan Wang now. He comes, comes back, was it the... In a couple of weeks, is he? Yeah. Comes back in a couple of weeks. Is he our leading goal scorer? I know he's been away on international duty, but how's he going to get into the side? They're going to have to give him somewhere. But you look at the players who are playing up front, you say you've got Belgar, you've got Sarabia, you've got Cunha, uh, you've got Neto. Where are you going to put him? Hey, be like a new signing, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, hey. be like a new signing. Hey, hey, hey. we got him back here. we got him back in the team. we got him back in. He's a good signing. Oh, but, yeah, but, but look... What a nice thing to have. What a nice thing to have. Yeah. A selection problem where you've got not injuries, but you've got a selection problem because of the quality that you've got, yeah. which is great. Right, let's stop talking and we'll head in and see if there's any more of that meringue or ginger cake left on. And see if you can get the custard on it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Start the celebrations. <laughs> 
Thank you, Tomo. It's been a pleasure again. Thank you, uh, David Kelly, as well, for an impromptu appearance on Match Day Live Extra. Don't forget all the reaction to this game at Wolves across social media. Uh, Wolves Express podcast. We'll have plenty more from it on Monday as well. Head to wolves.co.uk if you want to read up. And, of course, you can always go to the Wolves app as well. What a day. Uh, down here in West London as Wolves end a 45-year wait to finally win at Stamford Bridge. Wolves Weekly, Match Day Live Extra. Sports Social Podcast Network.